space of like I have on walking shoes like I'm just like walking that's that's how I feel I think about Molly music song walking shoes I got my walking shoes yes that and I think that that the melody and the words best describe my feeling at this moment how are you feeling I like your description I am feeling really unstoppable hmm He's unstoppable and he can't be stopped. Come on. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga. With Kariga and Felicia. And most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network. Yeah. Fee, do you have an affirmation for us today? I do have an affirmation. And it's one that you actually found and I looked at it and I said, man, that speaks to me now. Come on. It speaks to my walking shoes. Talk to us. So it's on page 86 of my book, if you have it. And it reads, everything I am feeling in my grief is normal. Acknowledging these emotions is the ongoing process of healing. Acknowledging these emotions is the ongoing process of healing. Mm-hmm. Ah, beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful. I think about what it means to create the conditions to acknowledge, and that is evidence. Mm-hmm. And we know where that we know where that writing comes from, but. Can you tell us a little bit more about that particular affirmation and maybe how it speaks to you today? You said it, it said it spoke to you. Yeah, it speaks to me today. Um, I think uh, as I'm looking at the page that it's on in this book, I know that it was a journal entry that came much later in my grieving process, not like in the first few months. I would even dare to say like it came sometime maybe in May mm-hmm. of 2020. Mm-hmm. And it took me some time to realize that all the feelings that I were I was having after experiencing the double transition of Kamayu were feelings that were indeed normal, right? And I learned that from the experience of talking to other mothers, from talking to other parents who have lost children, reading different books. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like this is an important, an important affirmation for self and for any other parent or mother who is experiencing a loss of a child. Like you don't just experience the rush of grief in the beginning. Yeah. Like it's always yeah. happening. It's always reoccurring at different points of your lived experience as their parent. You know, um, mm-hmm. we found that out just in general, like. Over over time, like I wasn't the same person I was the day that I had Kamayu that I became four months after having her and, you know, 10 months after that, right? Like, and then once having Kamali, you're still Kamayu's parent. It's just like it, that child has grown differently in your heart space. Mm -hmm. So you start to like feel differently. And sometimes those feelings accompany tears and sometimes they accompany laughter, right? But all of the feelings that you're having at these different moments 
are normal feelings to have. Yeah. And I'm grateful that I learned that, right? Like mm-hmm. I need these kinds of reminders. Yes. And it's been You do. <laughs> and it's been like I feel like that affirmation, although I don't come to it often in my book, it's one that's more so ingrained in my body. Mm-hmm. And so that when I say that, I say like, I know when different moments of grief come and I can feel them in my body as sadness, I give them space. So I acknowledge like, okay, these feelings are here today. They are normal feelings that I have. They are a part of my process today. And I allow them to be what they are. Mm-hmm. And that has been such a big finding for me. And um, it's been something that I have clung to in my journey. Being okay with that. Uh, and I feel like each time I learn something. Can you read the affirmation for us one more time? Yeah, everything I'm feeling in my grief is normal. Acknowledging these emotions is the ongoing process of healing. Acknowledging these emotions is the ongoing process of healing. Mm-hmm. Acknowledging these emotions mm-hmm. is the ongoing process. So for me, there's hella power and hella agency in having such a radical way of acknowledging those things. And then for us to be rewarded, I feel, when, when the investigation and when the acknowledging, when, when it all feels like just, all right, let me take a deep breath. It's going, it's a long, I have a lot to process. Mm. I said rewarded because that's healing. Mm-hmm. Healing don't have to look like a beach or water or a vacation or whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? It can be just having the conditions and the endurance. Hmm. To say, I'm going to, I'm going to investigate this today, or I'm feeling something and I'm almost afraid to name it (laughs) because of what it might open up. But I also need to name it because it is, it is doing laps in my brain. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I need to name it. Yes. So I need to name it. So for me, listening, I feel rewarded that we get to acknowledge those feelings. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel rewarded that acknowledging those feelings is evidence of an ongoing process called healing. Yeah. Right. Rather than to have left it where it's at. Yeah. Close the book. Yeah. And be like, I'm just going to keep going because I got to keep going. No, we already learned in a pandemic that I'm not going the way the world goes. (laughs) I don't trust y'all with with my feelings, for real. I don't. So we have to move at our own pace. And I just think that is so radically beautiful Mm -hmm. to do that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that, Riga. And this affirmation is speaking to me today because I had an opportunity to, to revisit or even just like, Engage in that processing of my grief once again, but this is a grief that has not been publicly shared. We have not talked about it openly outside of like our family. But Kariga and I um, were expecting another baby girl. Mm -hmm. And at 17 weeks, we found out, we found that her heart had stopped beating. And it has been, I guess I'm in the ongoing process of healing. But I just want to 
clarify for the listeners, because all depending on how you enter this episode or what soundbite, we are not talking about Kamayu. We are not talking about We're talking about a pregnancy after Kamali. Yes. Thank you, Riga. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you naming that. Yes, we are talking about a pregnancy after Kamali. And it was another little girl. And I want to stop there and say, man, Kariga, just keep on trying to have these girls. I'm going to just say that right now. <laughs> hey, look. And I'm grateful that I can take a moment and laugh at that. Right? I can do all things through Christ <laughs> who strengthens me. Okay? Just, I want you to know. Including having girls. Wh <laughs> whomever is sent. I can do all and, things. And, um, yeah, man. We had a, a pretty easeful 17-week pregnancy and um, entered into the second trimester feeling good about things ahead. And yeah, I'm are, are now in a position to have to process what this means. I'm still very much processing. Mm -hmm. And I had a conversation with a friend who had asked me how I felt. And I was telling her that well, one, this pregnancy, one of the things I'm grateful that I received from this little girl was the gift of ease. Throughout this pregnancy, I, I just had this peace and I had this ease. Had no worries. And I think it was because I had this respect for the journey of parenthood through loss and the journey of parenthood through life and each day all I had was the moment that I had and so I chose to just be there and I love that about this pregnancy this child brought me so much ease mm -hmm. ease and joy and since having experienced another loss that I never thought that I would ever experience again I am now trying to figure out how I feel right I am Somewhere in this space of not exactly hopeful, wanting, wanting to be hopeful, wanting to be optimistic, but also like not exactly in a space of anxiety either and worry. And I was sharing with Riga that like I want to be able to go forward in future pregnancies. Should we be blessed with them? Going forward with hope, going forward with optimism, going forward with this like blissful joy. And if I do that, does that mean that I'm not honoring the losses that I have? Right? Because here it is, what, three babies and two losses. Like how does one... How do you choose in, in this, with these lived experiences, how do you choose to have optimism? Black Beyond Measure honors and elevates black creators, artists, entrepreneurs, and others in the black community. Target holds the community front and center, supporting their products, ambitions, and efforts, and the people behind them, Encourage them to thrive. And the best way Fee and I show up for our community is by being our fullest selves.
Understanding more about myself and about my wellness helps feed my inner glow. For me, that's journaling or sitting outside in my garden and just being. And it looks different every day, but it allows me to recharge. Those intentional moments of self-care allow me to show up for others. And being there for others is foundational to our practice. Connecting with other angel parents, with other people on their journey with grief has been an immeasurable story of love. And we love how our community has poured into us. Community support is everything. And Target understands what it means to invest, uplift and celebrate community. Learn more at Target.com backslash Black Beyond Measure. I think I am asking myself this question because maybe I should have picked another affirmation, but (laughs) on comparison, because I see all of these other beautiful, for what it looks like to me, beautiful, healthy pregnancies where these women are like on trips and having all of this joy. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm being honest with you. Because you just you just named comparison. I know. I said I should have picked another affirmation. You you don't work with the affirmation you got, but I, I know I don't do the compare game it's it's challenging not to even do that right like you that right i get i get that you shouldn't it's not that i shouldn't it's that respectfully and i know you're a mother it's different but for me nobody's walked my exact shoes my exact path and the losses that i've endured to even have the frame of reference i have so yours is yours and mine is mine for my own peace of mind right like out of respect for what you're saying I understand because you are a mother and you experience pregnancy differently than I do. Mm -hmm. But in the beginning of this episode, you asked me how I feel. I said unstoppable (laughs) and unstoppable by measure of even that affirmation. Acknowledging the feelings is evidence of the healing. Yeah. So if I'm taking time to acknowledge the feelings. I'm still at it. I'm still on the process of healing. Nothing has stopped my process. I feel unstoppable. Mm -hmm. The questions that I hear you ask today. I may be able to rewind into a few episodes and I've heard this question before. Mm -hmm. And this is why it's beautiful to me, because it is not a script. It is the essential questions we ask ourselves at the intersections to help us provide the critical understandings we need Mm -hmm. to make the choice to go forward another day. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. So I love the question because it's not a script. I'm watching you learn and relearn and recommit and remember these wisdoms and this this permission that you have to do exactly what you're doing today. Mm. There is nothing inherently wrong about the observation of how apparently or appearing with ease other pregnancies present. So I love that you say it out loud. I love that you say, hey, I'm having these feelings because it's evidence of the work being done. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. But unstoppable because I'm still healing. Unstoppable because I just experienced the nine year anniversary of my brother's passing. Mm-hmm. I remember the first day. I remember the day I got the call. I remember the day after. I remember how, I mean, just like exponentially angry I got how exponentially uh, occupied with harm I I felt. The ideas were becoming more and more clear and real Mm -hmm. until they were really in my body. Mm -hmm. I remember that. 
and I've somehow made it nine years only going one day at a time. Mm. This ain't no fast forward. It's only one day at a time. Mm -hmm. And in that process of one day at a time, numerous songs, numerous speaking engagements, books, films, I haven't stopped. So I feel unstoppable in that, in the grief that I remember, in the losses I endured, in the pregnancies and the losses I endured. And I'm still somehow here today, willing to investigate those feelings. Mm. So my perspective for me is unstoppable. Mm. I have not stopped everything around me. I wished I could make it stop. I could not stop time. Mm -hmm. I could not stop mm -hmm. it progressing. And I have not stopped either. But that's just my frame of reference. Mm. It isn't because what has happened to me has not. I wish it would have went another way. I was on the stair climber the other day. And I probably looked like one of those old head crazy dudes at the gym. I wasn't dancing. I wasn't doing like. What like, is that? I wasn't what? doing like Zumba in place or like no <laughs> choreography on a stair climber or, you know, that choreography that you see him be doing on the uh, incline. Your little shoulders was moving. Shoulders was moving for show. But <laughs> I also had like this, 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 this bop and, and a this fist pump. bump. But here's what oh, happened. Okay. I was sweating and crying. Mm. The, the tears were joy. I was celebrating that everything that I experienced that hurt me to my core, that made me redefine my values or challenge my values, challenge my identity. Mm -hmm. All those things that I thought would have broke me, none of them did. So. It's just that it's just that I'm 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 recognizing that thing in me. It's a combination of praise and grace. My intimate relationship with God is like, yo, you really see me fit to keep going. I'm getting sharper. I'm not losing my sense of love, my sense of my competencies. Mm -hmm. My mind isn't getting dull. Mm -hmm. My zeal for living isn't getting dull. You you see something in me that I can keep going, mm -hmm. but yet still you. You hit me time and time and time again. I truly thought I was exempt from losing a child after Kamayu. Say that, Riga. I, I, I just, I just, I just knew, I just thing. knew that I would be, I would live a long life Gifted. with all my children, yeah, and and I would go before they do. So when I experienced another loss, I said, "Hey, hold on." The first thing I wanted to check on was your mental health because I wasn't sure what that meant for you. And then once I watch us not lose our minds, I said, you are serious. This is really happening. And I haven't lost my mind. And I think it's similar for me in this in this last loss to how you feel. Although the words I didn't use, I didn't use unstoppable. Right. But I said I have on my walking shoes. And you're walking shoes. I mean, you're walking. So I know that I'm I'm still going. And I actually very much remember a couple of days before I had to go have the operation. I sat up in the bed and I was just in tears, right? Mm -hmm. Not just like grief, but just sadness about what has happened and what's happening to my body, what's, hap what's been happening to me. Because like you, I didn't think it could happen again. 
Like I did think I would be gifted with children each time that I got pregnant, that they would stay with me physically. And I saw that sweatshirt that I picked up the day after I found out. Mm-hmm. And it says that God is within her. She will not fail. And for some reason, like that sweatshirt really clung to me. And that morning when I stood, when I sat on the side of my bed and I had those tears, I just kept saying that to myself, like, I'm not finna fall. All of the things that I've learned from Kamayu and all of the ease that I receive from this last baby, like, I'm not, I'm not going to lose that. Like, I cannot lose that. Mm-hmm. I will not lose that. I will not fail. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I had... It was this unique space to be in because I somehow had I had strength to fight that, to, mm-hmm. to fight that low. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't that I didn't want to acknowledge it. It was just that I, I acknowledge it and I cannot lose what I've gained. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. Because of all the, the investigation, the mm-hmm. finding is yours, the mm-hmm. love is yours. And I'm not about to lose everything I'm again. I'm not about all. to, but let me tell you, it doesn't seem like it'd be hard to fall. Mm-hmm. Right. And when I say fall, like I'm using that, I guess, as an illustration to how I feel like very, very low to oh, the bro, ground. Falling and failing aren't the same thing. <laughs> right. Falling and failing are not the same thing. Mm. Falling is an essential part of getting back up. Yeah. Right. And in the, in the blessing of the father lyric says, I'm master getting up from getting knocked down. Right. Great for another day to go and get these gifts out. Mm-hmm. So I have a, I have a, an appreciation and an understanding of what it means to be down. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But let's look at failure from a lens of academics, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you have this, you have a percentage. It's sometimes a percentage, but the professor can also choose to grade on a curve. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's all different types of lenses that you can use to assess whether somebody has failed or not. Mm-hmm. And if I'm evaluating myself, then hell no, failure is not an option. I cannot. Even if I got to regroup and regain, even yeah. if I have to assess the losses, mm-hmm. those don't even equal failure. Right? Those learning, don't even equal failure. Learning how to live with loss is not failure. Mm-mm. It is a beautiful um, alchemy. Mm-hmm. It's not failure. Um, our loved ones, the the richness that we know of our ancestors, it just cannot be failure mm-hmm. unless that is the messaging that I'm telling myself, and I'm not telling anybody that I'm telling myself that I'm telling myself that I failed. Well, now I'm having an uninterrupted conversation with failure, right? Because no one knows what I'm telling myself. And no one can interrupt that message. Mm. So it is so important that you spoke over yourself that day and said you will not fail. Right. And I have a deep reverence. But I think my lens and my assessment around loss and, and, and why I have even the courage to have hope. It's because of my observation of miracles and wonders. Mm. There's still so much happening that I don't control. I remember. I remember going to the doctor. I remember when we did not hear a heartbeat. I remember how afraid I was. I remember how much I felt my body having the same response. Right. And I was like, damn, how far am I going to go? 
Mm-hmm. Like, when will I eat again? Mm-hmm. Right. Is it about to be that thing? Mm-hmm. Am I going to lose my appetite? Am I going to lose my sense of self? My appetite changed, but Kamali didn't let me go in the direction or as far as I thought I could have went because what she needed then is what she needed then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it kept me present mm-hmm. enough to be present that day. Mm-hmm. But I also remember that because of where we were at gestation and how many weeks we were, we knew that you had to go in for a DNE. Mm-hmm. And when we asked about remains because of what we know about remains from Kamayu, mm-hmm. they told us that because of her age, we may not get anything, any organs, anything recognizable. There'd be almost n- nothing for us to have. Mm-hmm. And then on the day of the procedure, you come out. When they tell us that we were able to recover footprints. And I have those footprints and I have the photo of that day. So from being told that there would be nothing recognizable. <laughs> And we just have to have this experience with no ceremony, no acknowledgement, no ritual. But I got to learn of her identity in the form of footprints. So, yeah, I think you definitely have on your walking shoes. <laughs> and all of our children will be walking with you. All of them. So take the steps that are necessary. I support you. Now make sure your shoes are comfortable. <laughs> I'll make sure your heels are lotioned. Because <laughs> walking with ashy heels can it's be dangerous. Hard. Yeah, it can be dangerous. <laughs> but not too lotioned because you don't want to slip. slip. Oh, but I'm not wearing heels, so yeah. never mind. <laughs> no, you got to have the moisture and then the right type of um, sock, too. It is yeah. The sock does matter. Yeah. In distance walking. A brook is preferred. Brooks. You want some brooks for yeah. walking? Okay. Holla at brooks. Brooks, you hear that? <laughs> Fee needs some more walking shoes. There is a um, a very special privilege, I feel, from having a space this safe mm-hmm. in our home. But every listener that makes this space safe, mm-hmm. everyone that affirms the process, mm-hmm. I feel rewarded. That I get time to make time for healing. Mm -hmm. That I get to make time to talk about this and listen to you and listen to myself and things that I haven't said before. I feel rewarded. As hard as this life has been, I get to see all the beauty in it with you. And I feel rewarded. Man, <laughs> all I can do is just look you in the eye and affirm that. <laughs> I feel the same with you. Well, I got my walking shoes on. Ain't no telling where I'm going. But I'm walking down this lonely road. But at least the scenery is beautiful. Come on. <laughs> Shout out to our brother Molly for this. Man, who would have thought? I was going to say crazy, but just incredibly true lyrics. But if you know him, he's writing for a time he hasn't even seen yet. Yeah. 
Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga. With Kariga and Felicia. And most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network. Thank you to our executive producers, Cody and Tommy Oliver. Our producer, Crystal Hill. From our family to yours, may we all love more abundantly. Peace. Peace.